Hi, and welcome to Health, Wealth and the Pursuit of Happiness, a podcast that will empower you to live a more inspired life and find real freedom. Each episode, Mark Dale Mazer and Aries Jimenez discuss best life practices, covering topics ranging from health and well-being, to true wealth and our relationship to money, to understanding what real freedom and happiness really is. They provide tools and a system for helping you live a balanced, authentic life in complete harmony with your mind, body and soul. Well, it's unique ability time. It sure is. And this is our podcast coming to you on the subject of health, wealth and the pursuit of happiness. Unique ability, man. I'm I'm excited to be jumping into this. I am too. We've been waiting for this one, haven't we? Yeah, it's it's a pretty big topic. So big, it made the big five. Yeah. Of which we've discussed time, energy, and now, unique ability. Why is unique ability so important? Let's tee it up for the podcast audience. Well, Mark, I know you've had experience with this concept of unique ability, which is, it's not just a concept, but it's also a philosophy from what I'm learning which I really, really like. And it's something that was created or came from Dan Sullivan and Bab Smith of The Strategic Coach. Indeed, that is true. And you're part of their program. I was a part of this program back in the day. I was one of Dan's first classes in Chicago at the Intercontinental Hotel in downtown Chicago. And I want to say that was probably early 90s. He was operating initially out of Toronto and... Chicago was his first sort of major market outside of Toronto. And before we kind of dive in, we do want to give credit where credit is due. So we're going to share everything we know about unique ability, why it's so important, the impact that it can have on you in a positive way, affecting your happiness. So everything really in this podcast is in some way regurgitated from the strategic coach and all the materials that have spun out of The Strategic Coach. Specific unique ability book, and the workbook, website content, et cetera. We're just kind of regurgitating it. From me, because I've been through the program, it'll be personal experience. From you, Aries, it'll be because you're going through it right now for the first time on your own. Yeah, for for me, it's this is a new, a relatively new concept, and a lot of the reasons why it made it to the big five was the fact that you just shared your experience with strategic coach and Dan and his coaching program. And that caused me to kind of just do some research and look into it a little bit. Yeah. And then I, I had come across this whole concept of unique ability, which I absolutely love and I'm looking to dig into it for myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's really wonderful. I want to open with a quote or two. Okay. Or before we do that, I want to open up with a question. Okay. Because this is a question that's posed in in a book that I recently purchased. It came with the workbook. It's called Unique Ability 2.0 Discovery. So here it is. What if we really each have a powerful natural talent and way of operating in the world that if properly cultivated, expressed, and applied to the right situations could achieve the greatest possible results with relative ease? And that, everybody, is what unique ability is all about. Amen. Well said. 
Dan says, you already have everything within you that you need to create an exceptional life. Those things within you, that's what we're going to help you discover. Unique ability when I went through the program, and let me say this as well. If I had a count on my one hand, the top three things that have really impacted my life, I would say going through Dan's program was one of them. And central to that was discovering for myself my unique abilities, which over the course of 20 years plus, almost 25 years, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Over 25 years, first identifying it and then playing it out day after day, year after year, and really seeing for myself that this truly is right for me. When I say what's right for me, not the strategic coach program, that that certainly was great, but what's right for me were my three unique abilities. Took me about a year to get to them. After really four quarterly meetings in that first year with strategic coach, but they have stood the test of time. Tweaked them a little bit, the definition for two of them has shifted a little bit, but at the core of what they are, still hold true in every facet of my life. And that's another unique characteristic about one's unique ability. Yeah, and so we are going to have a follow-up episode later on down the road where we'll both get a chance to really dig into that process and for you to share specifically what your unique abilities are, Mark. And hopefully by by that time, I'll know what mine's are. I'm sure you will. Yeah. I'm sure you will. And so based off of your experience going through the coaching program, how would you define unique ability? I would define the unique ability as something that is really innate within you. It isn't so much the things that you're doing, but more about who you are and kind of how you're wired and where you have something that is so natural to you that you can do it without thinking. You could do it in your sleep and you do it in every single kind of circumstance. And I think it's important to understand as we talk about it that it often is not something that you think that it is. When I went through the program with Dan, one of the first things we did is we drew out four boxes and I think they're still using the same concept today as in, in their tool, some version of it. But he said, draw four boxes, and I want, in the upper left, I want you to write unique ability over it. And the one to the right, I want that word to be what you're excellent at. And the one underneath unique ability is going to be what you're good at. And then the one to the far lower right, to the right of what you're good at, will be essentially what you're not so good at. And his first step with it was, let's now, I'm going to ask you to simply go through each box and list the things that you feel are uniquely gifted and uniquely part of who you are in that box, and then kind of of go through each one. And I remember my very first thought was that the things that I thought I would consider initially my unique ability or not my unique ability. And it was really hard because I really wanted them to be my unique ability because I identified with them. For example, at the time that I went through dance program was when I was actually in the early stages of my communication design firm. And I have a degree in design. 
And I thought my design was my unique ability. <laughs> and it was actually a hard thing for me to let go of because I aspired to be a designer. I went to school to be a designer. And really in the first part of my career and this part of it, I was still doing design was sort of my core competency. But after going through the program, I realized I'm good at it. In some respects, I'm excellent at it. But guess what? Was not your unique ability. Was not my unique ability. And when I came out of it and discovered what was my unique ability, one thing that really stood out to me was I realized that when I was doing those three things, I was happiest. Not necessarily when I was designing was I happy and felt purposeful or fulfilled. But I realized when I was doing these other three things. And then the light went on and I realized, wow. Then of course Dan preaches the 80-20 rule. You should be spending 80% of your time in your unique ability and I was quite really not spending 80% of my time in my unique ability in that, that stage of my life. And truthfully, that was my biggest challenge was constantly working towards bringing myself to the point where I could spend 80% of my time doing my unique ability. And I'll get back to that a little bit when we talk about the obstacles. Yeah. And it's something about unique ability provides you with really more of a deep and personal illuminating view of yourself. This thing really is so much about self-discovery. Yep. And for those of you that have been with us from the beginning on this podcast, you're probably kind of coming around to realizing that virtually every subject that we've touched has something to do with self-discovery. Okay. So that's what's pretty cool about it. Having gone through the book, Unique ability to me is definitely the the essence of who you truly are, right? And it's it's so natural and so innate that for some people, they don't really think about it as it being unique or valuable. It's just kind of the just the way they've they've been ever since they were younger, and that's that's one of the things that the book touches on too is that with your unique ability, once you discover what it is. When you look back through time, you'll see and notice that you've done that, you know, your entire life when you're a kid, you know what I mean? Growing up all the way to adulthood. And one of the things that I really appreciate is that it's really about just doing what, what you love, doing what you're passionate about, and that by focusing on those things, those abilities, I mean, that's how you bring the most value to the world, right? And so I want to share a quote that was also in the book. And this quote just definitely resonated with me. And it's a quote by Marianne Williamson in A Return to Love. And so it goes, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. 
there is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We are born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I mean, I read that and I was like, wow, it's so true. To me, this is what unique ability is about. It's about figuring out what your purpose is here in this world, which has a lot to do with you sharing your unique ability with other people and bringing value in their lives. And it's that unique ability which allows you to shine the most. And so that's one of the reasons why when I came across the concept and the philosophy, I'm like, you know what? I I need to be doing this. This is something that just makes sense to me because I'm a just one, I think naturally I'm a strategic thinker. And so what better way to leverage your life and, and what you bring to the table than to focus on what makes you unique. And and one of the things that is definitely true about that quote is that it's in everyone. Everyone is unique in their own way. And so that's the reason why we're talking about this. Exactly. And let's bring it full circle back to the whole mission that we have for the podcast. How can we help impact people's lives in the area of health and what we define as a real wealth of life and to have freedom and happiness in their lives. This is so powerful. If you can just imagine when you discover what you truly are good at, it is part of the very essence of who you are, and that you can spend every day doing just that. It'd be heaven on earth. Yeah. Be fantastic. One of the things that they mention is... As we're talking about this topic, I would encourage all of the listeners to think back and just reflect on your life. Obviously, there are moments in in each and every single one of our lives that where we've seen maybe great results or we've seen some successes, right? And it's every single one of those moments, whether you realize it or not, you were using your unique ability, right? So... I mean, think about that. And Mark, for you, what are some successes that you would say that, that you'd like to share in your life or where you've achieved some great results? Being in my unique ability? Just in general, and then we'll tie it back ah, to how your unique ability uh, came through that. Going. Okay, yeah. very good. Well, I noticed that successes I have had from a relationship standpoint is evidenced throughout my entire life, my connection with people, what that means for me, I think what it means for them and whether that's in business, at home, socially, whether it's family, friends, colleagues, doesn't really matter. I gravitate to people and the people part of life and living for me is like so central and core. And I look back at my greatest joys as people. I look at my greatest experiences, people, something with people. Yeah. 
Your your unique ability must be tied to people. It's one of them. <laughs> and then, interestingly, what I do, something I bring to people, is another facet of those successes where I see the value that I bring and that brings me great joy to help actually move the needle for people to show my own support for them and their growth wherever that and whatever that might be. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to conjure it up. It's just who I am. Yeah, that's just Mark being Mark. Exactly. So there are four characteristics of a person's unique ability, and I'm just going to go through these really quick. One of them is superior skill. You having a superior ability to, let's just say in in your example, to be able to connect with people or understand kind of where they're at and, and just having your unique ability play out that way, right? Second one, passion. Passion is is typically involved where, and not just with passion, but the third one is is energy, right? So I think passion and energy, you know, we touched this on the last podcast. I mean, passion essentially equals energy, right? And so with your unique ability, you know, as you're going about your day or your, you know, your life, they would be situations or instances where you probably felt the most energy, right? Felt the most passion, whether it's a project or whatever, that would show that your unique ability is in play. Agreed. Yeah. And then the last one, and and you touched on this, is just never-ending improvement. So with our unique ability, there is no ceiling. As long as you continue to do that type of work or those type of activities where you could utilize it, you will continue to step up your game and just get better, better and better at it. Like there, you know, there's, there's not a cap as to how great you could, you could be with your unique ability. I mean, that's, that's what it's about right there. Right. So why is unique ability important? Right. We've kind of discussed and touched on what it is, but why, why is that important for someone to, to not only know and understand what their unique ability is, but also apply it in their everyday lives. I think it's important if you believe that, one, you're here for a reason. I think it's important if you want to really understand who you are and sort of what your purpose is in this life. If you skirt or kind of dance around understanding what your true unique abilities are. I'm not so certain that you will actually really nail it in this life. When I say nail it, I mean at some point in your life on earth, can you get to a point where you are sort of really truly in the zone and playing out the life that you were really mental to live. Living your best life. Living your best life, knowing that your purpose for being here is being fulfilled, knowing at a deep level who you are, and you're playing that out every day. 
I think without knowing your unique ability, you could still hit on it, but I don't think you'll hit it quite as dead center as you can with your unique ability or with such ease and enjoyment and joy and fun. Yeah, and I think a big component to that too is you have to share that with the world. You know, back to sharing your light like and not playing small. It's right. once you live from a place where you're using your unique ability, opportunities, just life is great, right? Not, not to say that there's, there, there aren't challenges. We all go through challenges, but back to like what, what you're saying, just tying it back to purpose, I believe that unique ability plays a big role in the purpose that each and every single one of us has here in, those, in this world. And for those out there that might be lost or not, they're not sure if they, they know what their purpose is, unique ability is a great place to start. Because if you, if you figure out what it is, I believe that it's going gonna, it's gonna to put you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose. I think, it, I think it's connected. I believe that. I truly believe, I truly believe that. Yeah, I, I would agree. It's a great observation. You know, and, and I think not just that, but with with unique ability, what it also allows you to do, and this is why I love it, because tying it back to kind of life planning, right? And that's something that you and I are both passionate about. And the whole concept behind life planning is once you're really clear on what what you truly want and what gives you the most meaning in life, then you structure everything else around that, right? You make decisions based off of that, how you, you're going to allocate and invest these, these big five that we're talking about. And the same thing applies to unique ability is once you know what that is, then you structure everything else, else around that. It's, it, it can create a decision-making framework for you to say, yes, I should be doing this or no, I shouldn't be doing that because it's not aligned with your unique ability or it is. And then therefore you should be doing more of that. Mm -hmm. Right. And by doing that, I think it makes things simpler, not necessarily easy because I think, you know, that's one of the things that can get in the way is us kind of letting go of these, these things that maybe, maybe we feel like we need to continue to do but really, do you do you really need to? Like when you ask that yourself oh, the question, exactly. like, is that true? Like, no, I can't do this. Although it's tied to my unique ability, I can't do do this because I have to do that. Like, is that is that really true? And it's not, because at the end of the day, we need to take responsibility for our own lives. And we need to take responsibility for this this unique ability that is in each and every single one of us. And it's really up to us on what we do with it. Exactly. It's a responsibility. Yeah. It's a major responsibility. And for those of us that really go down this path, it's really interesting when you get to the point and you realize, wow, I'm doing all this stuff that really isn't my unique ability. And then the big challenge is, how do we actually move off of that? How can we transition from a life that we've built around just what we're good at, just what we're excellent at, and not necessarily a life personally, maybe. Certainly in business, I think this has played out even more in a bigger way. And if you think about it, 
we spend so much time in our working lives that when our working lives are not aligned around our unique ability, it's easy in our personal life for our lives to sort of be shaped around what's uniquely good because we're a little bit more natural in our personal life. In our business life, we take on a persona. We take on a kind of a different sort of view because it's all based around education and skill and talent and what a collective organization is doing and what they hired you for, et cetera, et cetera. And if that's from the very beginning isn't aligned with your unique ability, it's really unfortunate. But when you discover that that's true for yourself, then to be able to transition from that point of understanding and knowledge of who you truly are and uniquely suited to do and be out in the world and to take that into the business world and now make a living doing that is really the ultimate goal. I mean, paint that picture, if you will, for people. Right. right? Yeah. What that would be like. Yeah. I mean, imagine just waking up, going about your day and all you need to focus on or all you're doing is what you love and are very passionate about. Right. And you're, you're going about your day, interacting with people, touching people's lives, whether you're in meetings, you're creating something, you're teaching, whatever that might be for you. But it's just giving you more and more energy. You know, you feel alive, right? Life is great. I think this is where you talked about that tool that you went through and how most people, you could live a good life. Mm-hmm. And that's probably us spending majority of our time focusing on things that maybe we're excellent and good at. But if you want to take it to that next level to live a great life, to live your best life, that's where you're really going to need to just focus on doing your unique ability. Exactly. And that, I, I definitely see the challenge there because, you know, life is good like, and you're comfortable, then why, why change it? Yeah, right? why change, right? And there's also that risk because in order for you to do more of your unique ability stuff, you have to let go of some of the things that you're excellent and you're good at, which is definitely the case for you, Mark. It right? was. Yeah. And I've had that experience working with you and I know your design skills and the and what you bring to the table there. But like you mentioned, I don't feel like those are things that are unique to you, right? And so the challenge of letting some of those things go, knowing that you're capable of doing those things and you bring value there, but that's not where you bring the most value, right? So back to this whole concept of leverage, it's like doing things that will give you the greatest amount of return and results with the most amount of ease. That's what your unique ability is. Exactly. Exactly. And this can be played out many ways as we talked about. We're talking about unique ability on an individual basis. And we're talking about it in the context of business. That's all cool. It's great. But it even goes beyond that because it can be played out in groups. It can be played out in teams. And so how would you picture that happening and and why are we even looking at it on a group or a team basis you know i love that you brought that up and i'm a big i'm a big football fan i started to follow the draft the nfl draft for a number of years just following that process of 
you know, you have these college players and and they're great and they have these skills, and then you have you know thirty two, you know NFL football teams, right? That are they're scouting, they're taking a look at all these these athletes and what they do, their measurables, running running them through drills, watching tape, you know, all that. They're assessing basically what they bring to the table, right? And the most successful franchises out there, Patriots being one of them, right, is they understand the scheme and the framework of how they're, they want to play football. And whether it's on offense, defense, or special teams, and what they do is they find people that fit that specific roles and that are great at at those those things, right? They don't have, they're not looking for somebody to, to play multiple roles. They're like, you know what? We need someone to specifically to do this on defense. As a linebacker, this is your responsibility, right? These are the these are the skills that we need for that position. And they go out there and they scour and they they look at these athletes and they they end up drafting people that fit their scheme. That's a, a typical saying that you'll hear. Right. And I, I think the same goes for, you know, with unique ability, with teamwork or collaboration. I think the best teams are the ones that you know kind of what individually what you you each bring to the table and then you collectively work together on just leveraging what that is for each and every single one of us. And then that through that you're able to get great success. In this case, win the Super Bowl. Right? I mean this is where like with Bill Belichick and, and some of the things that the Patriots did, and you can't knock them. I respect them, right? Is they know what they're doing. They draft people and people are be scratching their heads like, who is that guy? Why why they draft him in the second or third round? Like, you know, he's a no name person, but in their in their scheme, he's great. Right. So and I think that's where you mentioned from a business standpoint, I think that's that's something that I'm really excited about is how can we bring that into our team, into the company that we work with. It's just that whole concept is great. And you know, one other thing too, that unique ability is very, you know, having listened to podcasts, there's other people out there that, that use the term superpower. It's kind of your superpower, mm-hmm. right? And so with the Avengers, they have uh, movies out there like X-Men, they're a team of superheroes who they all have their strengths and their weaknesses and it's kind of knowing what that is but then allowing every single one of them to focus on their strengths and how they could work together right in this case to save the world right to fight these foes i love that analogy because i do feel that we all we all each have our own our own superpower and once once we're clear on that it's just Growing in that, refining what that is, knowing how to use it better. I love the concept. As I'm sure you could, you could hear in my voice. I know you do. I hear it in your voice. I hear it in many ways from you all the time. <laughs> so I'm just th- super thrilled that you've really embraced it and that you're moving through and discovering what that is for yourself. There are a few things that are really quite as meaningful as that. It has probably as much impact as anything on how you're going to live your life. And on the team basis, for me, when I was going through the program and had my own business, I remember reaching a point where I thought, wow, this is really how every organization should operate. Every organization should have 
at its core a person doing only their unique ability. Like your bear analogy. Because with unique ability, you, number one, truly have a strong belief level in what it is that your unique ability is. It brings you energy. You're always energized. You don't have to muster the energy till you do the unique ability. And you don't have to like muster what it takes to like take action on unique ability. Yeah. You just do it. It's innately in you. You just do it and yeah. you love it. And then you've got the results. You get the results. You do all that and you always get the results because you've got the action, you got the energy, and you have the belief. Yeah. I mean, those four things when they're happening for you, you know you're in your unique ability. That's one of the challenges, right, is the concept sounds simple. Again, I believe in the philosophy, but what stands in our way? Like what, what are some of the challenges that most people will encounter as it relates to figuring out what it is as well as utilizing that and you know, maximizing the use of your unique ability? I think a big part of that is you, know, you touched on belief, right? The belief really is focusing on your strength mm-hmm. and not just your, your strengths. Yeah. It's kind of what makes you unique. So it, it even goes a little bit further than that, right? right? And that's the complete opposite of what some of us have been taught, which is not to focus on your strengths because you're already, you're already good there. You focus on your weaknesses and you try to bring those things up, right? Try to bring those things up. And you know, to be honest, I think that that's where most people not fail, but as it relates to just feeling like you know and understand your purpose in life, I think that's a main reason why why people don't is because they they focus on on these other areas that that they need to work on their weaknesses, and because of that, you think about the energy level. You're not going to make huge gains in those areas like you would if you were focusing on your unique ability because I think the growth there would be exponential. Whereas if you focus on your weaknesses, yeah, you might take it from a two to a three. If you focus on your unique ability, you might be at a four, but you might be able to take it to an eight really fast, right? And then because of that energy, I think there's naturally some resistance there as it relates to taking action, right? Because it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't Mm -hmm. feel like it's you. It's taking you out of your comfort level, but it's taking you out of your comfort level in a negative sense. You know, I do believe in in order for us to grow, you need to step out of your comfort level. But then I think there's, there's a lot more to that if you're focusing on your weaknesses and then you do that and then you just don't get the results that you're really hoping for. And then what that causes you to do is not have any confidence in yourself, and then it's it's a cycle. I think it's a vicious cycle, right? Where if you could break that and do the complete opposite, I think there's you know, there's potential for just huge life changing gains and results there. Pretty much guaranteed. 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 Yep. If you've got the courage to do it. Yep. And that's what we would encourage everyone to do. To go outside yourself, go outside the comfort zone. Good What do they say? The enemy of... The enemy of great is good? Something something along those lines? I don't know where I'm going with that. No, I was going (laughs) to try to like... Well, when when you're comfortable, you may not be willing to go for something that's even greater. And that could be even more than you could ever imagine. Because you're comfortable. You're good. It's good. But so much more can be awaiting 
and can be out there for you. If you really do some exploration and really look at what you're really, really good at in this definition of unique ability. And that would be something we would really encourage our audience to do, regardless of where they're at. Yeah, it's hard for most to figure out what their unique ability is on their own. That's also another challenge is because it's so, again, I think it's it's so natural to us and it's so unique to us. No, it's so natural to us that we don't think that it's unique or anything. Yeah, it's hard sp- for us to realize what anything it is special. Yeah. yeah. And so it takes other people's feedback. And that's kind of what I'm going through right now in the book. There's two different. So one, I'd encourage all of you, if this is resonating with you at all, then I would definitely purchase the book, Unique Ability 2.0 Discovery, because that's essentially what I did. And I'm, I'm going through the book right now. It comes with the workbook. And a, there's two paths to help you define and come up with what your unique ability is. Initially, you have to choose one of the paths to start. So whichever one resonates with you first, one of them is the activities path. The other one is the naming path. I chose the naming path because you just dig into it a little bit deeper. And I think naturally for me, I'm just one that likes to get in deep, right? And so, and just get a better understanding. And so those are the two ways but there's a process that that Dan and his team that they put together. So all you got to do is just stick to the process and the end result will be you'll know what your unique ability is. But it does take some time. Like, it does. Like you mentioned, Mark, it took you about a year. It took me a year before I really kind of settled in on the three. I, mean, I was playing around with a bunch of them in terms of what I had in the box. And I just had to really let it kind of marinate and see how it's actually being playing out for me on a day-to-day basis. But on, you know, on the topic of challenges, beyond what we've really discussed, it's depending on what your lot in life is and depending on how close you are to doing that, it may require some real change. And that's hard. And that's gonna be a challenge. But, but the effort put out and the vision that you have for that will really play itself out in a way that you probably can't even imagine, really. Like I said, top three game changer for me, no question about it. Fortunate as I was that I found it in my 30s, really. So anything else you want to share before we kind of wrap up? We do have some books we'd recommend, correct? Let me go into that real quickly. Besides the one that Aries had mentioned, the Unique Ability 2.0 Discovery, great book you could just google strategic coach and you'll go exactly and get exactly where you need to go a couple others that i think are also helpful and part of the strategic coach program i believe at least one of them was when i took it back then strength finder 2.0 it's based on the work of don clifton and it's really all about kind of discovering what strengths that you have it's complementary to unique ability, but you know, it gives you uh, 30 some odd types of strengths. And I found this to also be very helpful for me. Matter of fact, I would say probably about eight, nine years after I started strategic coach, you know, I think I was with coach f- off and on for 10 years. I was 
solid five, six years in a row. Then I took a couple of years off, then I came back. And the interesting thing about that was I had sold my company, and my partner and I sold our company, and then I ended up leaving for a startup, kind of a mid-stage startup in Sacramento. And then it failed at the tech bubble burst. After about a year, we ran out of money, and that was that. And I remember kind of wondering where to go from there. I couldn't see the forest through the trees at the time, but here's what I relied on. I hired a coach to kind of help me kind of get back on my feet, but two major guiding lights were I knew what I had in my unique ability. So I knew I could take these three things and play these out somewhere. And then I had my strength finder work that I had done at the time, and I knew my five strengths. And between those two things, I knew immediately what I should gravitate to. And it gave my coach some great tools to work with as well as we kind of honed in and honed in. And I will say that as a result of both of these tools, the third of which is a book called Cognitive Connection, which is by Colby Corporation. And that's all about your cognitive wiring. So the combination of those three things was super, super powerful in getting me grounded, in getting me back in tune. And I gotta say that of all the gigs that I've done, and I've done a few of them, beside my own, that the resulting job that I took as a result of melding the input from those three programs and the work of my coach at the time, Lisa Schrader, was my angel from God, I landed literally one of the best gigs I've ever had. Most money, most enjoyable, and unfortunately, the mothership company that owned us as a consultant group also went under eventually <laughs> as a result of the tech bubble burst. But it definitely convinced me that knowing this for myself has been a key to every path that I've chosen in my work. And it's played out so beautifully in my personal life as well. Check any of these out. Yeah, part of the naming path in the book, you actually take, you're supposed to go through StrengthsFinder assessment as well as the Colby. Yeah, Yeah, determine what your Colby index is. So that's part part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that with what's in front of me and the fact that you're going to be doing this for myself, I'll probably dive in and redo the Colby, redo the StrengthsFinder. Yeah. And kind of see where we are. Maybe even redo the unique ability. And who knows what I might discover. Again, no matter where you are in life, it's all about self-discovery. Yeah. I'm a believer in that. We can never stop growing and evolving. Again, that, that'll be something that we'll save for a, a future episode as soon as I'm done with the process. And Mark, it sounds like you're going to be going through it as well. Mm-hmm. We'll have another episode where we'll just share our yeah. experience, having gone through it, what came out of it, how did we narrow and what actually is our unique ability. Exactly. And and what we plan on doing with it moving forward. So cool. yeah, looking forward to that. Really yeah, excited. Me too. me too. So anything else in closing? No. Outside of everyone's unique, figure out what that is for you. Share that with the world. Continue to grow in that. And that through that, I think ultimately it'll it'll lead you to just live in a, a greater life, greater uh, happiness and freedom. Amen. Yep. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So thank you all for listening. I hope it has really been helpful and hopefully it's 
lit a little spark or planted a little seed within you to explore a little bit further how powerful this work can be. I cannot recommend it any more than I have. I mean, it is as good as it gets. And we hope that you'll reach out and check out the strategic coach and the work that Dan and Babs, Kathy, Julia, Shannon have all put together, particularly with this Unique Ability 2.0 Discovery book and workbook accompanying it. It's really come a long way and it's great. So until... Until next time. Next time, where we talk about number four in the big five. Which is relationships. Indeed it is. How do we leverage those? Yeah. How do we look at those when we're looking to actually make a big shift? Yep. Excellent. So thanks for sharing. All right. Until then, folks, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Some of the concepts and tools used in the process of helping you discover a more balanced and inspired life are provided by the Kinder Institute, Money Quotient, and the Strategic Coach. These may be referenced throughout different episodes of the podcast, and you can learn more about each of them in our show notes at hwph.org. You can also find more information about the work Mark and Aries do at sandiegowealth.com. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and available directly via email with feedback, questions, and more at us at hwph.org. Thank you all for listening.